Do you guys know what I just found out today? What? Well, not yesterday. The the voice of Katara plays Anne on uh, Arrested Development. Like, really? Yeah, George Michael's what? little like weird girlfriend that Michael keeps I calling Egg. <laughs> Way to plant Anne. Way to plant. <laughs> <laughs> when she gets lost in Mexico and she's like peeling the hard boiled egg. We've been dying. It's so funny. It is such a great show. I love that show. Michael looks over and she's like peeling a hard boiled egg on the, like the dinner table, like, and he hates her. Johnny, you gotta watch it. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, I love it. I know kung fu. Show me. Guess what, Jay? Guess what I'm so proud about? What are you so proud about, Johnny? We are literally the king of nerds. Like, we're no, <laughs> we're no longer masters of nerdum, dude. We're the king of nerdum. Is master lower than king? I feel like we got to be, like, the the demigods, you know? Like, that's the next thing. I guess. I mean, I guess He-Man was the master of the universe. See, look how I just pulled it out of my head. Nerd knowledge. Oh, Without even goodness. trying. Dude, Without he, even trying. Johnny, you are so smart. You are so effing smart. You know we what? Should... And, I, and I dare anybody anybody out there in the universe to try to like stump us and nerd them right like you know what do you think anyone could take us you know what? i'll put open a line right now I'll, I'll all right i'm gonna live tweet it anyone want to challenge us you can go ahead and call in and let me just Is change the setting we have like, we have like okay anyone can call smart? in now I, let's see will anyone I, call I in all right well okay we don't have that many followers but okay i believe in us i believe in us Oh, someone's actually calling in. Here, let me answer it. No way. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do it. I'm excited. Hey, how's it going? Oh. Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello, guys. person. Hey, Who's did calling? you see our tweet? Hey, I, I just saw your tweet, and I'm willing to take up the challenge. <laughs> Not even a challenge for us, but we'll take it. We're <laughs> the, in. We love the it. challenge? <laughs> serious. Well, I think I have some questions for you that might stump you. I don't know. Let's, if it, if I it's how down. awesome we are. Impossible. <laughs> wow, let's she just, writes in shorthand. That was fast. We're going to start with some easy ones. Okay. okay, give us an easy What is Captain America's real name? Easy. I mean, look, Jay has it right behind. Jay. Yo. Jay. What his, are you doing? His name is Answer Steve Rogers. Question. Steve Rogers. You nailed it. Jay nailed it. Yes. Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Wait, my God. Okay. What? What? All right. What's wrong with that? Okay, we're just going to. I'm going to act like I didn't hear that. <laughs> okay, question. We're just going to move on to question two. Question two. That, yeah, right, but whatever. All right, we were, we were just warming up with that one. <laughs> okay. All right, here, DC. We're, we'll go to the DC universe. Hey, we're, multi, we're multiverse speakers. Um, yeah, okay. Um, Marvel, DC, we know it all. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, what was the third Robin's name? There, there's more than one, Jay? I, I thought there was just one Robin. Was... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, there's 
Bruce Jr. Oh. Not a name. No, no. Wait, wait. I think I, I have it. Was it the answer to this one, guys? Was it... There was more than one Robin. Was it this Eric? This one's Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Oh. Tim Drake. Oh. Wasn't there a yeah. dick? That... It might have. Con- this guy sound turned right. the red. Cool. He turns the red Robin later on. It might have confused you. Red Robin. What? You had to. Have, you had to have known this one. Okay. Right. Red Robin. I well, had a Red Robin on. last we'll night. We'll fact check this later with Guillermo. Guillermo, it's... fact check this later. I don't. Red <laughs> Robin. That's a restaurant. Weird. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll try one for one. Three. All right, let's go to Harry Potter. You gotta know this one. What is uh, yes. the spell that Hermione uses to fix Harry's glasses? Oh, I know this one, Jay. I got it. Let's hear it. Batar, a lot of this. Nailed it. <laughs> right? Oh Slack. my gosh. <laughs> I think I know it. No. Though. Uh, Johnny, okay, that's obviously go, go, not go, it. Go, go. So it was Harry who who cast it, and he cast Expelliarmus. That doesn't sound right, dude. I really think it was Ron. Okay, that let, little Weasley kid was always around. Let's be honest, though. Did Harry ever cast a different spell other than Expelliarmus? Yes. <laughs> no? no. You know what? Let's rewatch all of them. This does not sound right. I don't know. We should have screened these no. comments, Jay. I think they're just no, making stuff up. It was Alohomora. Oh, it was <laughs> Oculus Repair. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, we stumped oh, the teacher. I know it. I know it. I know it. And that's why right we're masters. I didn't even write down the answers because I this knew is, them. This is why we're the masters. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Here's here's one. Okay. Let's see it. Let's see. What was the name of Rick Grimes' son in The Walking Dead? Walking Dead. Easy. Easy. Show about people that can't afford cars, right? <laughs> people call them Little Grimes. Little Grimes. <laughs> Grimes Jr. Yeah, I remember him. Right. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Okay, no, be for real. The Walking Dead was you about people who were older than us and died, and they kept walking because Egyptians, right? Nailed it. <laughs> that is definitely what it's about, yes. See, two, 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 three, 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 three. <laughs> it's Carl. It's Carl, guys. Oh, Carl. Carl. Okay. Wait, wait. Yes. Carl a farmer now? Why don't you give us one more, Melissa? All right, all right. All right. Okay, don't hold back, though. I want deep cuts. Deep oh, cuts. Oh, deep cuts. All right, since I'm a DC nerd, I'm going to do another DC one, okay? Okay, well, we, we already know everything about DC, so do it. <laughs> okay, all right, Booster here we go. Gold. <laughs> what is the name of the pit they use to bring Damian Wayne back to life? The Snarlack Pit. <laughs> Jay, are you kidding? Damian Wayne, we just learned this. He's the fourth Blue Robin, so <laughs> in with the sky. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. The uh, I think it's the laser pit. Nailed it. <laughs> You're so close. <laughs> oh, get out. Give it to me. The oh, Lazarus pit. pit. Uh, Lazarus yeah. pit. You guys are so uh, close. I'm proud like... of you, though. Proud. <laughs> Wait, then what's the Snarlack pit from? The Snarlack pit? Yeah. It's from that movie where they like had wars, but like on the other side of the universe. Like yeah, definitely pronounce the Snarlack bit for sure. That is definitely how you say it. <laughs> yeah, I think we're right. We're right on this. Guillermo's Starlack. fact checking. He's back. He's, he's, he's back from his other projects. Yeah, we're right. He's in my ear. <laughs> he's saying, he's saying Man, me you guys are great. But what great is that nerd. from, yes. though? The pit, what's it from? What are you doing? So Star Wars. <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Is that the one about the wizard boy? That's what I just said. A war that happened on the other side of the universe that <laughs> happened in the future. I told in you this. Stars. Listen like, to me. Like in the near future? Yeah. 
It's like that movie we watched <laughs> that they like go for a ring and the guy's like this old guy with a gray beard. I think his name was Gandalf in white clothes or whatever. And he's like, you shall pass. And they're like, all right. And he let everyone through the gates. Like the worst bouncer ever, but whatever. You remember we watched those movies all the time. Oh, this is bad. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. So for it the record, hurt. I did know the Lazarus pit. Now that we're our little skit is over. I did know the, the Lazarus pit, pit. Don't even. I did. I know it's uh, it's Roz who's all about it. He gets reborn like 37 no. times. Do you know who Damien Wayne is? It's, yeah, uh, he's uh, the son of Bruce Wayne. And what's well, I always forget um, the ma- it's uh, it's Rajah Gould's daughter. Mm-hmm. Scarlet you know Gould. It's like with a K, isn't it? Talia. 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 Yeah. Talia it's Arrow and Arrow has the other sister on all the time that Arrow actually married. In theory, with yeah. my rock all quotes. Do you know all your Robins? Yeah. Um, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, technically Stephanie Brown, and then Damian Wayne. Okay, that sounds yeah, like Todd dies. That sounds like the characters from One Republic, like the band members. Make <laughs> a band. They all can play instruments. Tim Drake. Actually. I'm pretty sure that's like uh, that's got to be like someone from a uh, one of those boy bands. And I'm Tim Drank, and this is M Sync. Anyway, um, is it okay if we actually quiz you a little right off the cuff? All right, let's let's try it. All right, go go for it. So All confident. Right. Um, so the Green Lantern, the main two characters, one is Hal Jordan, the other one is mm-hmm. a Marine who's black. Do you know his name? Uh, Stewart. Uh, yeah. Just forgot his first What's name. my name? What's my name? Um, Without the N Y. Jarity, 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 Mike. Your name Mike? is Jarity. <laughs> no, my it's name. John, John Stewart. <laughs> Mike, your name is Mike for sure. Close. <laughs> <laughs> this, the, this is gonna be. It's John Stewart. Oh, I get the hint. It's John oh. Stewart. Oh, <laughs> CJ, she she turned it on us. I see what she. <laughs> oh, you're just so smart. <laughs> I was just making smart. a joke. So smart, but I like it though. Johnny, do you have a quiz question for? Her? No, she knows more than I do. It's pretty sad. Amazing at the same time. Okay, uh, I'll go super. Here's the thing, though. You know, I feel like, how are you on, like, uh, sci-fi TV shows? Ooh, I'm... That's like, that's, like, my bread and butter. I'm pretty confident in... It depends, like, what <laughs> decade you're talking about. No, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do a current one, current nerd one. All right, what, try what, me. In Battlestar Galactica, what is their... Uh, Ooh their sign off that they say when they see each other. I haven't watched much Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Not a ton. Oh no, I know. They say they say so so say we all have a shirt of it. You got me. I need to watch that. Well Battlestar was was a deep cut. I mean true nerds know it, but whatever. (laughs) I was gonna throw in Farscape, but I barely know Farscape and I love Farscape. You got me. Jay's never heard any of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> All right. What about the TV show Chuck? Did you ever watch that show? No, I've never. Oh seen my goodness! Chuck. I know. I know. Friends. I know because you have. Because we have to impart energy. wisdom upon each other. That is so true. <laughs> we can just delete, delete, delete this last two seconds. But I will do. Should we end it on my favorite question on the video? Should we end it on the podcast? Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, Melissa. Be as honest as you can. Okay. If someone, I'm gonna look it right in the camera, my little wall. This doesn't really work. If someone were to approach you that you've never met before, okay? Yeah, yeah. And one of them was like a master of light, sounds really cool and amazing, and the other one was like a master of death, who would you befriend? 
Oh, man. You know, I was thinking about this question mm -hmm. from the other cast. <sighs> and uh, you know who was a master of death? Was Vader. the Elder Wand wielder. So they're pretty cool and super powerful. Celestial beings, I'm just saying, D&D, &D, they're really cool, but whatever. I'm going to pick Master of Death. Oh, oh my gosh, Jay's two for two. I do not like <laughs> well, it's like two for, two for six, but... <laughs> But two for two of the this last so two. Is this what happens when I don't get in the call on time? Jay's like, hey, I'll give you an extra. extra, extra I, I will bring you $500. <laughs> you know, it's not a big deal. No, nope, it's a big deal to us. It's like choosing your house. I mean, are you house Gryffindor? Are you Hufflepuff like Jay? Or are you Slytherin? Let me guess. Ooh, I'll guess your house. Do you do you know your house? Yes, of course I know my house. I don't know. Um, I'll say Slytherin. Ooh, I'll throw it out there. No. Uh, Gryffindor. Oh, yeah. I'm Gryffindor. Me too. Yes, Air Five. Go, go, Gryffindor. <laughs> no, I'm guys. Slytherin. How many times must we have this conversation? <laughs> I just like yelling point Griff point uh Hufflepuff every time you get something right. <laughs> I'm a uh, team Voldemort, so all the way. I wouldn't mind Ravenclaw, but for some reason Hufflepuff is, is a hard no for me. Hufflepuffs are nerds, man, but like like not geek nerds. nerds, geek nerds, not nerd nerds. Yeah, don't confuse the two. <laughs> <You get it. laughs> um, okay, Melissa, let's let's just talk a little bit. So we met Melissa. I'm actually not sure how. Somehow we became connected on Instagram. It was probably because you're weird on Instagram. Stalk everybody. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Somehow we ended up. Yeah, right. You're amazing at Instagram. So sometimes I follow people who just like follow a lot of the same nerd stuff we like. So. Somehow, Melissa and us, I, did we invite you? Do you remember like how we could be? She probably connected? liked one of our things, honestly. That's how yeah, it goes. Something, I like, something we do, we get all excited. Of... <laughs> if anyone yes. ever likes our, we get all hyper and like them. Yes, immediate follow back. Um, I follow a lot of meme pages. <laughs> I'm a meme queen, and especially if they're nerd memes, and I saw your guys' page and I. Because I follow a lot of hashtags, so yeah, if you nice. hashtagged anything that I like, um, I probably found your page and liked a lot of your memes and followed you guys. <laughs> and then you messaged me. I think about my head, my I, my cyst or yeah. something. Um, and then yeah, believe it or not, talking. we were like, you have a really cool story. Let's talk to you. So, yeah, what's up with your brain? <laughs> well, what happened is we you were like, stop talking about nerds." <laughs> you made some comment about seizures, and I was like, so curious. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "What is she talking about?" <laughs> I was so confused. Like, which is funny because I on our on our DLN page, I don't always watch all the stories, but that was one I saw. Like, you mentioned uh, something with seizures, and I was like, "What's going on there?" And then the rest was kind of history because you started to tell us your story, which we're going to hear right yeah. now. Actually, yeah, hold on, yeah, wait one sec. Crazy. Let me. I want to, let me just, I, I actually want to record this part because it's a cool story. Oh, you're not, you haven't been recording this whole time? No, I recorded for a while and then I stopped and then I started again. Uh, Skype's really weird. If I record for more than like 15 minutes, uh, it'll yeah, be like, right. I don't remember. Oh, you want to record the video. I see what you're doing, Birdman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, um, <laughs> okay, so let me just reset that real quick. No, 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 no. no so we, we found each other on Instagram um, and you mentioned that you were having seizures and Johnny and I were both like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And, <laughs> well, I uh, knew what seizures were, Jay. And that's when we kind of heard your story. Um, and then we started talking mm -hmm. a lot because we started talking about all the different nerd things we love. But why don't you tell us your story real quick? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. I'll try to abbreviate it. It's like a crazy long story. <laughs> um, 
So I'm a competitive runner, or I was um, when this happened. I grew up running and was um, recruited to run um, in college. And I got a full ride to run cross country and track at the school I went to. And one day in my freshman year, it was in the cross-country season. We were having practice, and I was running, and I just kind of lost my vision on the sides of my eyes. So I kind of lost my peripheral vision. Yeah, scary. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. So I kind of yelled to my team captain, and they took me to our training room, and I started having a really bad migraine and lost my vision entirely. (gasps) No way. Yeah, it was really, really weird experience. So it was almost as if somebody had turned the lights off mm-hmm. um, and everything went black. And then my body started going into convulsions and I had um, what they call seizures. Um, they also say it could be muscle spasms, but they designate them as seizures. But I'm also non-epileptic. So it's kind of a weird yeah. culmination. Hybrid. It's like a yeah. weird hybrid, yeah. Exactly. So I can still go see movies and stuff with like flashing lights and not have mm. any problems and play video games and be in there, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> so there I was in the training room and they rushed me to my um, primary care physician, which was only like 10 minutes away. And they took a CAT scan of my brain and found a um, three inch mass behind my right eye. Crazy. And yeah, I can send you guys the pictures or they're on my Instagram if you want to see. They're <laughs> really insane. <laughs> Um, and they, um, took me to the hospital immediately after that. Cause they weren't really sure at the time what was, um, going on with my brain. If I was having hemorrhaging or if I was, um, like bleeding out in my brain, cause the CAT scan isn't a really clear picture. So they took me to the hospital where they gave me an MRI and then I was immediately admitted, um, into the hospital overnight. And I stayed there for nine days where they tried a bunch of tests yeah 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 and um they put me under 24-hour surveillance and videoed my seizures um the longest one i had was about 45 minutes get out straight mm -hmm, yeah and the seizures i have are only on the right side of my body yeah and um i'm fully conscious so i can kind of talk but i remember everything but in my nine days there, I lost all my memory because it was really traumatic experience. Yeah. And um, I, after I was released from the hospital, they told me that after all the tests they had ran and everything that um, they had tried to discover about my situation, they weren't really sure how it had happened or what had occurred to give me this situation, but that um, it was inoperable that my condition would work it wouldn't really help me if I would have brain surgery because it's an arachnoid cyst where the mass is behind my eye but it kind Um, of like has roots that go mm -hmm. throughout my brain it's kind of gross so it would be way more evasive to try and remove it all those nerve endings are not easy to play with Mm -hmm, exactly so the the mass of the actual cyst is very large outside of like the epicenter. So I just go in and get it checked to make sure it doesn't grow. Um, They said if it does grow, my likelihood of surviving wouldn't be very large just because it is such a big mass. Mm -hmm. And prior to my admittance into the hospital, the August, so that was December. 
the August before that, I had two concussions in one month, and I had gotten a CAT scan just to make sure nothing had happened, Um, and I hadn't had anything in my brain. So from the time of August when I got the CAT scan after my concussions to December is when that mass had formed in my brain. So that's what they think. If it grows, I wouldn't have a high likelihood of surviving. So I just make sure it doesn't grow by going in every every six months to a year. They moved it to a year now because I've been five years now without any growth. And Mm -hmm. it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a crazy experience. And the only thing now I have is just um seizures. It used to be every week and then they slowed down to like every other week. And now I'm uh-huh. around three to five weeks without a seizure. So it's really great. And I'm really blessed to be here and have a great yeah. support system and still lift and work out and do what I really love to do. And um, just a wild, crazy thing that just randomly happened to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I grew up with uh, my dad had epilepsy. So I understand about seizures, even though yours, yours are different, but it's still like your yeah, body convulsion yeah. is no fun at all. Yeah, it is the craziest thing. And being in sports, mm-hmm. this happened in my freshman year, but I had my full ride scholarship, so I continued to run. And mm. one of the things that triggers my seizures is stress. Um, so whenever I was an athlete, um, I am really hard on myself, and I'm a really type A personality, so I'm very driven. And, and being on the team, I was team captain after my freshman year. Um, I pushed myself on my practices and even having this condition, I would still compete. A lot of the times I would race and I might, you know, I'd run the 800 on the track. I might get one lap in uh-huh. and still have a lap to go and falling on the track and having uh. a seizure episode on the track. So some days I'd, you know, finish a race and place in the top three or some days I wouldn't finish at all. You know, it's just like a mixed bag and you never really know um, what hand you're dealt, but you kind of just keep pushing forward and, um, try to make yourself better every day despite, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what we loved about your story is like, you know, most people would have been like, well done, no more sports or no more. I'm just going to eat food and not work out. And, and and (laughs) we can attest to this watching your, your Instagrams, you can outlift me and Jay together. Like you are killing it. Like I'm like one, my goal is to be as strong as Melissa. I already tell that to Jay every day when I'm at the gym and I'll send him pictures of me and I'm like, can Melissa match this? He's like, don't even, don't even show her. It's embarrassing. Gosh, you're hilarious. I try. Yeah. Yeah. Physical, physical activity has been something that's always been really important to me. And the, I don't compete in running anymore. I tried to pursue a competitive avenue in um, running and racing after I graduated college. Cause I still loved it, but it was so, um, like the fast twitch muscles and that competitive mm-hmm. environment was still a lot of stress for me, um, that I moved to powerlifting and, um, <laughs> working out in the gym, which we have a common interest, yeah. Johnny, um, not Jay. It, yeah, because no. that, not Jay. Um, <laughs> yeah, these but, guys make uh, fun of me cause I, it's uh, really nice cause it's actually relaxing and you can, you can, um, it's more slow twitched muscles and it's just a great way to push yourself, but still find kind of like that Zen moment. And it's mm-hmm. more about you and your own headspace. And so that's been a really good trade off to still be competitive and push myself, but not have that like high stress moment where, Oh, I'm going to go 
put myself and cross my toes to the edge, but am I going to have a seizure under this like 250 pound <laughs> bar? You yeah, know, that's, like... yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the abbreviated story, but a lot of little things in there in the hospital journey was like crazy. Having to relearn how to like eat and walk and yeah, just a lot of wild things you wouldn't think about, but I'm here and I'm grateful for every day and got to so, be here. <laughs> so do they like drain the cyst at all or, you know, will they drain the cyst at all? Like, do they have to kind of like take a little bit out just to try and ease some of the pressure? Um, yeah, me, yeah. Do they do that? They, that was one of the things they discussed. Um, they had talked about putting a shunt or stunt. I don't really know what they call it, like right on my mm-hmm. temple. Cause it, it literally sits like right behind my eye. But one of the fears that they had in doing that, because it is a fluid-filled mass, they worried that um, the fluid, it would refill and, like, hemorrhage in one of the other spots, like the veins. Um, So it would, like, essentially, like, grow in another area of the veins of the arachnoid cyst. So um, they just decided as long as it's not growing, we don't think it would be an issue just to leave it alone. So, and it was a really cool experience on one hand. I was in the interterm period where students were just getting off fall semester and getting ready to start spring semester and KU medical, um, some KU medical students were right across the street from the hospital I was staying at. And a lot of them would come over and do like mini research papers on my condition because I was a really unique case. Mm -hmm. And they actually um, gave me some loan forgiveness and wrote my story and my case study in a book and published oh. my story in a medical journal. Um, and we're like, here, we'll forgive <laughs> some of your debt, <laughs> your story. <laughs> so it was pretty cool to have some people do um, some actual like medical study. And I feel like I had some special attention given to me um, and I had the best care given to me because I had a lot of hands um, touching my records and, understanding what was going on. So I feel like I'm in the best place and was given the best attention. Um, so I trust what they were telling me and I'm just kind of chugging along and seeing what's <laughs> happening. Did, was it, so was it a concussion that caused it? Cause you said it was about a three month period that grew. Was it, do they think that it was the concussion that ultimately caused it to grow? Yeah, they don't really know. Um, they don't think that that is what happens. Um, a lot of times they say that arachnoid cysts, just in general population, people are born with them. But they said in my case, it's an interesting situation was because they had the scans in August and my brain didn't have the cyst then. And December it did. They know for sure that I wasn't born with it. But they also said there's no way that a concussion could create like birth of cysts like that. Um, or at least they've never seen that at any point in history. So um, they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why they like me to keep coming back for scans because they're like, what the heck's going on here? So um, yeah, they weren't really sure uh, why. And I, I did leave with a bunch of questions and they still had a bunch of questions and um, they really didn't have a clear path um, or solution other than just keep getting it looked at. Um, but yeah, I, I had like a ton of 
cameras, like in whenever you go into the hospital and you do an EEG, they glue all these little wires mm. to your head. And I have all these like hours of footage uh, or the hospital has all these hours of footage of me. And it's just like the weirdest area <laughs> 51 feeling thing that I was ever involved in. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of like the, the life lesson takeaways, you know, that you kind of share with people? After, I mean, because I've never met anyone who is this close to, to death or, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, like where, where they were just knocking on death. Sorry to use that phrase, but knocking on death's door almost like, you know, you're, you're right on the line and, you know, you're living and it's scary. Like, can you walk us through that a little bit? Like, where does your mind go? Yeah, that's exactly what had happened. And I don't like to go right out and say that to people because it scares people. But that is exactly where I was. Um, and still am every day because not every day is certain, but I do remind people that just because that situation seems so severe for me, that Ed, that is the same for everyone else. Um, we are all one breath away from the other side. So just because I have a clear cut reason why mine is so severe, it doesn't mean that life isn't precious for everyone. Um, but the crazy thing was for me, my husband, current husband, (laughs) current husband current (laughs) my husband um and i had only been dating one month at the time Uh and um his mom had suffered with cancer basically his whole childhood and when we had first met he had said i just want to meet somebody and not deal with illness and not have to grow up and like be in a marriage where somebody's sick all the time and that we'd been dating one month and, (laughs) and I had gotten this and I remember him driving our, we were going to the same college and that's where he met and he drove an hour every day to meet me, um, at the hospital while I was sick. And I told him, I was like, we've only been dating a month. Like I totally (laughs) get with these severe, um, circumstances if you want to you know break up with me but he was so loyal and um just loved me so much that he stood by my side and was there all along and we've been together ever since and that was yeah like five six years almost six years ago now um so I would just say some of the lessons that I learned from that is just take every day you know never take a day for granted and um meeting people is so important for me and having friendships is so important for me because I just relish in people and like, just for instance, our relationship and meeting you guys (laughs) and just making two new friends. Um, and I think people take for granted just other people so often that it just having joy in other people means so much. Um, and being so close and not having anything meant that I could pour so much more myself into everyone else when I was given like a second chance. So, um, also that I shouldn't trust in my own strengths. And when I was in the hospital and it got really, really hard and I wanted to give up Mm -hmm. and, um, I couldn't like eat, I wasn't eating. And that was one of the reasons why I was in there so long was because I was, um, on so many medications and I couldn't keep my food down. I just wanted to give up. I just learned that human strength isn't as strong as you think it is. And for me, relying on God's strength, I'm a believer. Other people Uh might rely on other people's strength, like family. Just don't rely on your own strength. Like, learn to ask for help. And for me, that was asking for God's help. But if you're asking 
for family or friends, it's not all on you and all on your shoulders. So don't ever be afraid to ask for help. That was another big thing. So just every day is a gift and um, every minute's a gift and every person you meet is a gift and just live in joy and gratefulness. So that's, I just try to be a joyful person and live that way every day. And that a huge thing for me because I think before that I was kind of floating along in life and taking things for granted and even sometimes today I'll do that and have to recheck my heart and remember the time that I you know have been given and I don't know it's just a reflective thing so that's what I would say I learned Sorry, I can truly really, say you're really you're, you're a gift to us, Melissa. I'll say this. Oh, thanks. To put up with our nonsense and our and to know more than us is a gift. Like we really do enjoy. It. Like we'll be like, oh, let's let's talk to Melissa about this. Oh, we just read this. Let's tell Melissa about this. Let's get you guys opinion. are awesome. So we, I love we nonsense. Enjoy it. Oh, it's great. No, we just uh, we just scheduled a call with Hayes McCure, who's an actor who's been on like New Girl. He's in. He plays a big role in the movie Just Mercy. And the first person yeah. we told, like outside of our like families, was. We instantly like texted Melissa like check it out. <laughs> Guess That's he's gonna so be on the cast. <laughs> kind of so fun. awesome. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, we'll end this video portion. This was kind of for YouTube. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of our cast with Melissa, go ahead and jump on all of our streaming stuff. Uh, yeah, Spotify, and uh, follow Apple Melissa on what's her social media, Melissa, so people can be inspired by you. <laughs> it's strides and strength. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. On to the awesome. next portion. Melissa, yeah, that's a really cool like, story. Your story not to, really is amazing. Not to be like, like we really well, now we're done with the there. video. <laughs> no, your, your, your story is awesome. Like, that was, yeah, I know you told us a little bit about it, but we didn't have yeah, any of yeah. the, the details. So it was kind of like, I, I'm like tensing up as I hear about it. Like, <laughs> I can feel cold water on my back, like chills going down my spine, like sketchy yeah, stuff. I'm kind of sweating because I was like, that's a no, lot of beautiful. talking, you know? Like, <laughs> I didn't no. shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we, we, me, Jay, Jay just texted me, Johnny, shut up. And I'm like, yes, more Melissa. I agree. <laughs> Sometimes Skype, like if Johnny goes, yeah. Or if he says something, like it'll like kind of cut into your voice. So I'm like, oh, Johnny, don't say anything. Like, cause Skype is so <laughs> what I do anyways. iffy. I don't care. I always like to, I always like to uh, tease Johnny, you know, I tell him. Yeah, cause I never tease Jay. So that's yeah. why one-sided <laughs> love affair. <laughs> exactly. I no, just, you know, and, and I was here's, just, Go ahead, uh, I will say this. Oh, I'll go. I'll go. I'll yeah, go. you go. <laughs> so, so to go nerdy because a we found you because of the inspiration you are, but b we just loved our friendship with you because you are super nerdy. And the yeah. first thing, and here's what what sold me. And and I'll have Jay's tell him what sold you. But not only did you have more comics than me, which is amazing, <laughs> is you knew about all of the Batman, like the the Jim Lee special editions that he has for the the new the rebirth edition of. Of him yes. like, getting married to Catwoman. Not a lot of people I talk to personally know that or have it, and you have it and you love it. So that mm -hmm. to me, I was like, this person needs to be our friend. <laughs> That's what's holding. <laughs> yeah, it is a serious. I would say it's amazing, but it's also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the kind of career to afford my hobby. <laughs> I was gonna say, how many? What's what's your comic book collection at like? If you were to just give us like a quick highlight of it uh like numbers or what do like I have overview like what do you have like what do you, you know okay. like i've got oh 10, my gosh magazines. guys um <laughs> comic book. Uh, i would say i'm current well number wise i definitely have over i'm probably over 1200 now um and and growing um 
I, I don't know. I have a lot of DC stuff. I'm a huge DC fan. Um, I just love their books. They're awesome. I have my very first full collection was um, Batgirl New 52, where I got, that's the first thing I collected every issue of. So that's the thing I'm most proud of. Um, yes, the Batman, Catwoman, Marriage, I have the Judas contract with the first appearance of Nightwing, which I love. I have a lot of the, (laughs) I have a lot of the um, Infinity Gauntlet from the 80s, which those are really cool. Um, I have a lot of crossover stuff with like um, Batman and Looney Tunes characters, which are surprisingly (laughs) really rare. So whenever those come out, I always buy a bunch of them. So I have like, 15 copies of Elmer Fudd Batman with some variant <laughs> covers. So if anybody ever wants one, hit me up. I'll sell you one. Um, I, just, I have a lot. Um, I also like indie stuff. Like IDW and Image has so many great titles. Um, I'm a really big Moon Knight fan. I have a huge Moon Knight collection. Um, did, you, uh, did you hear that Keanu Reeves might be Moon Knight? When I heard that, I lost it. Because it's not true, but I wanted to be true. You know, I would... Ever since I started reading Moon Knight, I wanted Keanu Reeves to be <laughs> Moon Knight. Um, and I really wish it would... I really wish Moon Knight would be a movie instead of a show. Uh, I think it would be better that way. But that's my personal opinion. Maybe they'll do both. So I think that won me over. In terms of movies, I'll admit Marvel's better, but like, I like that you were more of a DC fan because my first love for superheroes was DC comics. Like, I I preferred the DC characters way over Marvel. I only knew about the X Men kind of, and I didn't care for them. Johnny's mm-hmm. gonna kill me for that, but I didn't care for the X Men that much. Um, I didn't care. For, I didn't even know who Captain America or Iron Man was most of my life until the movie started coming out. But in terms of DC, like, I knew everyone. I knew who Booster Gold was. I knew who, you know, Wonder Woman was, Hot Girl. I knew, like, all the characters. I, I realized I just named, like, three of the bigger ones. Booster Gold's a <laughs> Booster Gold obscure. is a deep cut. I give yeah. you Booster Gold. Um, I knew the, yeah. I, so I watched all of, like, DC Unlimited and then also all of Batman Beyond. And that really got my, uh, not DC Unlimited, DC uh, Justice League Unlimited. The, yeah. the old cartoon from the 90s. And that's partly yeah. why I'm such a big Jon Stewart fan. That's why I asked the Green Lantern question is because, I don't know. But that was where I first fell in love with um, comic book characters. And then and then you kind of get into, I don't know. It's just cool to talk to someone and be like, they realize, they know who these characters are. Because most people don't. Like, I can talk about Marvel characters and everyone knows who they are. Which, you know, is great. But mm-hmm. it's cool for nerds that it's, you know, reborn this kind of genre. But... I, I just personally love like people who can talk that you know the, oh there's Wally West and there's Barry Allen and you know the Flash is pretty cool actually maybe not in the DC movies <laughs> but in terms of comics and and the old cartoons like Flash is incredible. Um, yes. And I think it's Wally West in is it Wally West in the DC in the Justice League Unlimited or is it Barry Allen I can't remember I thought it was Wally. Uh, Young Justice is Wally West. I love Young Justice. Yeah, Young Justice is well. <laughs> so Young Justice, I told up. Jay to watch it. You, and I'm like, I up. cried at Young Justice season three. I think I told you. Like, so it's good. sad. There's some sad parts in these shows, and I love it. So good. No, yeah, it's, uh, you, you get to, because I, 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 I tell the story a lot, but me and Jay, like, we decided on doing a podcast because me and him went off about 35 minutes talking about Tim Drake, 
and talking about all the other Robins. Yeah. And we were just shocked that we both knew it because we don't really advertise that we know a lot of DC because when we do our friends, we do D&D, we'll do other stuff. But DC is not something that our friend groups ever really talked about. Like we'll yes. be like, why do you guys hate the Flash in the movies? We'll be like, watch this cartoon. He's he's charismatic. He's funny. And then you get a fanboy in the movies and we get all angry about yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a not a great yeah. interpretation, but yeah, that's actually the biggest reason why we started our podcast was because Johnny and I, Johnny found out that I was like I knew all this DC information, and he was like, "What? Like we've been <laughs> friends for like ten years, 10 probably years, yeah. yeah, ten years." And and randomly we were chatting, and he starts asking me questions about DC, or I asked him, I don't know, but we both started going off, and we're like, "Did we just start a podcast?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> exactly. It was like that moment, like, <laughs> yeah. I just love, yeah, and I love DC, and I think I primarily collected DC books for almost two years before I really got into collecting Marvel. Um, I think Moon Knight was the first Marvel book I really picked up um, before I stopped my DC obsession (laughs) solely. Um, I just love DC because... I think it is so, I don't know if I'm like dark and twisted and that's the reason I love it so much, but, um, I, and that sounds so crazy coming from me cause I'm pretty light and lighthearted and <laughs> I know, so I thought the master of light was going to win that battle, but whatever. <laughs> Gotta have a little dark, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I think the villains are just so great and I love the, um, storylines. The authors are just phenomenal and I think they've kept up really well with um, continuity. And I think Marvel does a good job with continuity, too. I, and I love Marvel, too. It's just <laughs> I, so I have a great, deep-seated love for <laughs> DC, um, probably just because it was my first real big nerd thing. Um, well, and, and DC ruled the world. Like, if, if we're being honest, DC had much better stories and much better movies and much better comics and much better cartoons, like, for pretty much all of the last oh, yeah. 30 years until... Until X-Men. Until X-Men. Well, I would even say until Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. came along. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because X-Men were good, but like in my mind, like I can watch X-Men as much as I'll watch the Green Lantern movie. I know that sounds mm-hmm. bad, but same thing with... Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Or if you look at the Dark Knight trilogy, like that was kind of coming out as X-Men was really in its big hype. So, I mean, really yeah. what took it off was when Ro- Robert Downey Jr. came along and portrayed Iron Man and... You know, and then they were able to build on that. And that was really what kind of made Marvel like, you know, the the insane level of fandom that it has now. You know, the the insane fans, (laughs) which we're a part of, too. But, (laughs) you know. Yes, yes. It just shows you're a true nerd when you can totally nerd out about, like, the interminglings of the DC universe (laughs) and all the... Yeah, craziness if you know who Martian Manhunter is, you know, like, he's never been yeah. in a movie, but he's, like, the coolest character ever. I love Martian Manhunter. He's so love sick. Him. He's so sick. Oh. <laughs> All right, and for the record, it's Wally West in the in the show. He's a redhead, and he's the best. Oh, yeah, thanks, Caramel. Yeah, he's a, he's a Flash Junior, or uh, Kid Flash. Yeah, he's the best, Flash though. Junior. He's so funny. He's always sitting on girls. He is fun. That's what I'm so telling you, funny. Jay. If you <laughs> No spoilers here, but... Get another free week of DC Unlimited, <laughs> and 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 or whatever it's called. And no, I might never mind. Don't do it. Never mind. Don't do it. Don't do it, Jay. Never mind. Don't watch Young Justice. Yeah, don't do it. Okay. Not until I, let me watch season four, and then I'll tell you if you can watch season three. 
Okay, sounds good. Okay, I'll do fair. But no, and then and we're, we're gonna be totally honest with you, Melissa. When we first met you, Jake says like, I think this girl's trolling us. No way does she know this much about sports and this much about comics. <laughs> oh no, joke. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> no, well, I was like, no, dude, she's cool. And then I looked like deep thread into your stuff. I'm like, yeah, she's trolling us. Something, something, <laughs> something, something doesn't mesh here. <laughs> She's way too cool, and she knows way picture? too much. Yeah, no, you were did way you too see friendly. All my X-wing figurines. <laughs> we didn't deep dive that much, maybe, but. <laughs> well, no, I just remember you were like, "Oh, I was a runner in college, and I've got a brain tumor, and like I know all this DC stuff, and I know all this other stuff, and I've got all these comics." And I was like, "Johnny, she's got to be trolling us. Like, there's no <laughs> way she's." I was like, "There's no way she's done all this stuff, and she knows all this. Like, I think she's just messing with us. Like." I was like, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is even a real person. Like, we're getting catfished. <laughs> I'm like, should we have her on the podcast? I'm like, Jay, we might just get, like, some fat dude just like, gotcha. So let's do it. Like, it'd be a funny. No matter what, we would be winning. That's <laughs> no, but hilarious. Legitimately, Johnny and I had that conversation, like, I, I, like really quick. Like, the first day we met you, I was like, there's something off about this. Like, it's almost too, you know when they say, like, something's too good? I was like, this seems too good to be true. Like, we need to look into this. <laughs> And so we kept talking to you, and, I was, and then it. we realized, like, oh, okay, no, she's just a major nerd like us. It's just... <laughs> no, we just found a unicorn, someone yes. someone like us that can talk sports and do nerd stuff, because it exists. Yeah. It exists. You know what I call it? Functional nerd. They... I like that. <laughs> I like that term. Love it. I have this, you know, I decorate my desk with all my action figures, and <laughs> I really scared my coworker a couple months ago when we were still in office and I had hung my Han Solo poster of him frozen in carbonite. And <laughs> she walks by my cubicle and it's life size, like full scale life size. And you know, he's frozen and his hands are up and his mouth's open and his like face is like, uh, you know, you know, and he walks by and she literally screams out loud. And I'm like, I have to explain to her, you know, it's just a nerd thing. <laughs> In a functioning office with normal people, here I am bringing my nerd memorabilia and putting it in my <laughs> office. <laughs> that is true. I always say, if you want, if you want a, a nerd cave done right, have a nerd do it. Because like we're all, if, I mean, Jay, when we make money doing this, and when we t throw you with all their conventions with us, and they give us so much free stuff, my my room is just gonna be full of just like three thousand dollar sideshow statues of like. Like, I, I will yell at Jay about X-Men, but I, Wolverine is just so cool. Like, the Cyclops is my favorite. Wolverine, they're just cool-looking things. And, like, Sideshow, there's, like, three grand for, like, a little statue of it. And I'm like, that's where all my money would go. Just Slideshow. Just give me give me all your statues. <laughs> okay, but you have to admit, like, outside of Hugh Jackman, the X-Men movies haven't been, like, as well done as they should have been. You have to admit that, like. Oh, the only thing they've done right is Quicksilver. That's the only oh, thing yeah. X-Men has done right is opposed to when they were Fox or Sony or whatever was was Quicksilver. Everything else they got tromped on. That's why I, I barely watched Dark Phoenix, the new one. Like it was forced because it was free on HBO. And I watched it and I was like, I'm glad I fast forwarded because I couldn't do it anymore. I actually really liked Magneto and Professor X. I thought, you know, casting uh Gandalf and um oh shoot, what's his name in uh Star Patrick Trek? Stewart. Jean I know his name Picard. is Patrick Stewart, but I was, yeah, Picard, thank you. I was trying to use their nerd names. Anyway, I thought that... Captain, Captain Jean-Luc Picard. I always the SS liked Enterprise. <laughs> okay, Johnny, take it easy. <laughs> down, boy, down. Yeah, down, take, take it easy. Take your Ritalin. <laughs> take about 20% off there, nerd. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, what, Melissa, do you, what do you think of uh, the X-Men movies? Just curious, since we're talking about everything. 
I liked them. I mean, I didn't see them. So weird thing. I never really went to the movies as a kid. My parents didn't take us to the movies. So I don't even think I saw them. Probably three years after they were out on DVD. I don't know. My parents were pretty strict on us. So maybe that's why I like comic books so much. Cause mm. they were, that was something my parents really were like, yeah, it's reading. <laughs> <laughs> you can do There's that. Colors. They look in and, and, uh, what was it? Wolverine is chopping off Hulk's head and they're like, <laughs> but, yeah, this you, is, you this kept... is a deep cut. This is a deep cut. Side note. There's this cartoon called amazing world of gumball. And there's this one episode. <laughs> I love that show. There's this one episode where the mom, there's like this mom and she finds his, her son's comic book collection. And she's like totally vandalized them and cut out all the like, booms and pals and put like made them hugging instead of fighting (laughs) (laughs) and there there's not blood anymore there's like sparkles and that's something my parents would have done so yeah I didn't really watch a lot of movies as a kid so when I did get around to watching x-men um it had to be like a couple years after they were already out I really enjoyed them so I didn't have a lot of frame of reference to like what was already out um, and I thought they were fantastic and, um, I don't know, I'm really easily entertained too. So I, <laughs> I'm not the best critic either. Um, I liked them and looking back on them, I think for the time they were great too with effects. Um, I liked the casting personally. I do really like Quicksilver. I think he's hilarious. Um, um, Magneto's great as well. Um, I, and knowing that they were the first, like, conglomerate of movies that kind of started the whole push toward superheroes and made it kind of widely accepted to be, I would consider them the first group of movies that made superheroes to be widely accepted and everybody loved them. I really enjoy that about the X-Men movies. I think that was kind of the first like acceptable nerd group of movies that everybody's like yeah x-men you know (laughs) right i would say like in terms of having you know multiple superheroes because because batman kind of had a weird you know like he had a card to be cool no matter what because he was i don't know even Mm -hmm. even adam west's batman you know like it's so old but people loved it and then tim burton kind of refreshes it and then you get you know christopher Mm -hmm. nolan obviously but x-men i would agree is like the first where it's like hey we're setting up a universe and we're setting up a world filled with super beings not just like one guy who's really interesting and wears a bad outfit and you don't have to realize that he's part of a DC universe because he's not in the movies. Any of those mm-hmm. movies, they don't even reference Superman or anything else. So I would agree with you there. Not that you were being yeah, tested. They, they, uh, they helped pay, 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 pay the way in the, the movies because TV shows were, were all the hype of the superhero genre, like Smallville, stuff like that were taking over that people were watching. And that one helped a lot. I remember talking about it, but then I remember... Uh, because then the nerd, the, but I think what happened was the first one was pretty good, the X Men, and mm-hmm. then when they started doing two and three, what happened was then our nerds came out and we were vocal about it, and then we were getting angry about it. We're like, "What are you bringing <laughs> up Dark Phoenix for? This didn't happen to Jean Grey." Like we were just getting because we grew up in yeah. the '90s and we had X Men '90s, the yeah. cartoon, the animated series, so we were like offended how they turned it around, and then they messed up with Fantastic Four. So, like Marvel oh was gosh, not to do yeah. a good thing after the first one, but the first one did give them like you know hey there's a genre there it's not just star wars every 15 years like it's something there yeah so question you said you're pretty easily entertained 
What's your opinion of the uh, the last Airbender movie? Okay. <laughs> um, I'd say the cinematography was really cool, <laughs> and my favorite part was the credits. <laughs> um, yeah, cringy, cringy. I hated it. <laughs> Don't be afraid. That's they have like the little um, like preview on Netflix. And we always stop on it and watch it. And Guitar is like super uncomfortable. Like she's twitching and she's like, don't be afraid. Like, I don't know. The movie is just really bad. Really bad. Yeah, we just, my husband and I, Brandon had never seen the show all the way through. I think he'd seen like maybe one or two episodes. But he'd seen the movie. So that kind of like soured him, right. I think, a little <laughs> bit. Or at least given him an uh, opinion. Uh, so I was like, we have to watch the show. So we just finally finished watching the whole show. And he was like, that was so good. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah, one of our friends, shout out to Chris, uh, who's who's actually finally watching it. One of our friends is finishing it now. And it like makes my whole day. Like he just sent me and my other friend, Eric, who are huge nerds on it. He just sent us the clip where Zuko's like, that's rough, buddy. And we both just died. Like, once you know, you know, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's all you it need to say, quality. and we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay, so I had a question for you. Since we're just kind of talking about all different types of uh, nerd stuff, I was curious, like, from from the female perspective, what's your opinion on, like, nerdum and how they have treated kind of, like, females? Like, are they heroes? You know, like, are, are, are the, like have nerds been really good to females and that they've, you know, they've been the... So my opinion is that nerds are the first ones to create the strong female. Star Wars, Leia was, you know, a very strong female in a time where that, you know, everyone was, like, the women on James Bond where they were just, like... Oh, save me, James. Um, and so my opinion is that, you know, nerds were great for females, not only with Leia, but then with Ridley and Alien. And then if you look at the superhero comics, like, obviously they're a little sexualized and uh, that's not necessarily great. But they, there are some very strong females. I mean, the strongest, in theory, one of the strongest people in all of Marvel is Jean Grey um, and definitely wait, wait, the strongest X-Men. Let's, let's, do, let's do one quick deep cut question. Who is the most powerful female in Marvel comics, who would be or who yeah, is? Yeah, no, no, no. T- tell me who is. Who is not in the yeah, comics? Not in, so you're saying comics, not MCU, right? Or what? Yeah, do you... yeah, no, I'm saying yeah, I'm saying comics. Comics. She knows deep cuts. Comics. Yeah. Oh, comics. MCU. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. No, no, just give me an MCU. I just want Marvel. Give me Marvel's most powerful female in the comics, not in the movies. In the comics. Let me think about this. I'm thinking about physics here. Would it be Captain Marvel or would it be Jean Grey? Oh, not none that I was even thinking of. Really? Oh. I was thinking. Who are you uh, thinking of? Scarlet Witch is the most powerful oh, creature you know, of all. She is so male or female. Oh, Scarlet man, she Witch. is so. But she she really withholds her power. I know. Once she unleashes, so that's what I'm saying. She, that's really why she's the most powerful unassuming. one. She's really unassuming, and I that did not come to mind. Yeah, you know that was a tricky <laughs> question. <laughs> Fun fact. So in, in um. Kevin Feige said that going into Infinity or going into Endgame, Captain Marvel was the strongest character. But then after Endgame Endgame came came out, he said that in the MCU, Scarlet Witch is now the strongest character. That's what Kevin Feige said. That's what he's been quoted to say, at least. <laughs> kind of interesting. But just because uh, she made her own universe. Do you think that's because with Vision and everything? Do you think that's because she's like hurt after everything with Vision and? So some people say that like anytime she goes through a great traumatic like whatever like a lot of her powers kind of break out as a result. So it makes sense. Um, 
fun fact, I would have put Hela as the strongest um, female in the MCU, probably, or in the in the Marvel comics, mm. probably got the goddess of death. I don't know. That would have just been my opinion on it, right? I Isn't like that it. like the one that Thanos is trying to court? Like, if you get into some of the comic book series, he's getting the stones to basically yes, yes, court death. I I would not have even thought about that. Of course, the master of death would say the death god. Yeah, Let me just bring up the, the dead in our names. <laughs> I'm really going to be pushing into that, leaning into that. You, you pick the dead side. Sorry, I, I wanted to sidetrack because I just love bringing up the Scarlet Witch anytime I can. But yeah, as Jay asked, how do you feel about the... Jay, ask your question again. You had it, you had it worded correctly. Okay, so, um, throughout the, so my opinion is that nerds have been really good to strong females and that they've... Um, basically progress them in you know positive ways my question is would you feel the same would you feel different do you think like i don't know what's kind of your take on females in comics and and in nerdum in general yeah um i would say i would agree with you when i left the theater watching after watching wonder woman i (laughs) felt like i could punch through a wall (laughs) i (laughs) that was i love that movie um I've always felt, I don't know, I'm also not easily offended as a person, so I can flip through um, a 1990s version of Catwoman really easily and not be offended at all, which if anybody's opened one of those, um, <laughs> very curvy individual. Um, <laughs> but I would say, like, if a woman today was trying to, like, get into comics, they might be distracted by that, uh, comics specifically. I think movies nowadays have done a really good job to try and stray away from like the super sexualized image of women. But in comics, I think it, it can get kind of distracting because they definitely draw like the woman figure, like super curvy and it can, it can just be like super distracting. And I think that's just part of comics and that has always been, but something that I've found more recently that a lot of good writers do is they'll like one reason everybody loves Harley Quinn so much is because she has like that curvy figure, but she's crazy. Like she's got a little (laughs) crazy to her. So people can relate to her. She's like funny and strong and witty, but she's still like a woman and pretty and beautiful and attractive, but you don't only see her as like one piece you know, like as a body, you know, and sometimes I think back in the nineties when that was like a super popular thing to do for female, like bodies in comics was that was who the character was. Their dialogue was that way. The way that they thought was that way. The way that they were drawn was that way. Um, and that was for Marvel. That was for DC. That was for across all, all platforms. So I think it was really easy for women to see that even though studies show that women read just as many comics as men like 47 percent of comics are women oh that's cool so and that's across all decades actually in the 50s and 60s a lot of comic book readers were more women just because they had more time and they just like to read more so um you can see a bunch of studies that show like women just historically like to read comic books too and i think a lot of women gave that up in the nineties when that was like a really big focus, but they're doing a really good job now as write storylines that kind of highlight more of the characteristics that the male characters have, where it highlights intelligence and um, like detective skills and 
different character qualities that you'll see in a Batman or a Captain America or even like a Miles Morales where he's like really charming and funny and you just love to like root those characters on. But like a Catwoman or a Spider-Woman even, like it was all about like thought and it was just kind of like a... So there was a period where, because you, you, you're much more versed in the comics than I am. Let me let me say that. So I'm I'm speaking a little ignorantly because I haven't read like a an insane ton of comics like you have, um, and I'm also not a female, so it's like it's a different <laughs> perspective. So my, I guess I really like hearing this. So there was kind of a time period where it was almost like distracting, or it wasn't. Uh, yeah. they, they weren't doing a great job at like I don't know at being good storytellers because <laughs> that's really bad storytelling like you know what i mean it yeah any character who's one-dimensional is not good whose sole purpose yeah, is yeah. to you know i don't know be a distraction that's that's really bad storytelling well that's just race, lazy writing yeah i think a lot of times there were story writing problems um and it just depended on the comic book character. And a lot of times some of the comic book characters were created to sell comic books that way. And I mean, I'm not offended by that. Like, uh, and I think even in the male population, I don't think they were like, we want, we need this in our comic books. Like give us these, like we <laughs> want women to look like this or we're not going to read comic books. I don't think they ever thought that. Um, I think it was just something that a lot of the comic book developers put on there just because that's what they thought sold and some it may have but I think times are changing and um people are learning different ways to market comic books and um it's working uh, I've noticed a lot of changes even in the last like five years that's um, pretty sweet. I don't know I, I I've never really been bothered by it even if I go through my old comic books like I like 90s comics I think they're <laughs> really funny and like cheesy and Silver um, Age. Yeah, I like it, um, but it doesn't. It's not really distracting to me. But I've noticed in some of like the reading and articles, I've, and I wrote some college papers on this topic. Actually, like some small stuff in like English classes. But that's just some stuff that I came across that people have researched about. That's interesting. I remember this was a long time ago. This was over ten years ago. I read an article about how um nerds like if they watch a movie that has someone who's very like buff or whatever it can like attack their self-esteem uh and, and this is in terms of males but if they read superhero comics and stuff and the you know superman's depicted with a 10 pack on his abs and he's just jacked it actually didn't play too hard into the psyche like it didn't make them feel worse about their own bodies which i thought was kind of interesting that i don't know it's almost like sometimes um comic books are viewed as differently than you know like other things if that makes sense yeah yeah i, don't know, I just found it interesting i think you read comic books differently at different times i think sometimes i'll like look at the artwork longer on some mm -hmm. books or like even they credit the text on comic books to the artists who write the text like text in comic books is different every on every issue like there's artists who just do the text and sometimes i'll pay more attention just to the text bubbles than i will to like <laughs> the way that the characters look so there's so much beauty and thought that's put into comic books that people don't necessarily think about that a lot 
a lot of times I think things can get lost in people's opinions on just like the way that the forms are put together that um, it's easy to get distracted by that. But some people like me don't really think about the sexism that others might get distracted Mm -hmm. by. Yeah. And that's, I didn't want to sound sexist there when I, you know, phrased the question. I, my, you know, thought was like a lot of strong females have come out of the comic book world, but I do definitely recognize that like there have been some negative things that have happened in comic book history (laughs) in terms of like the sexualization, like kind of not great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's actually really funny like if you're interested it's it puts it in good perspective you can look up online um like men women swap in character or in comic books or something like that where people will have like edited the male form and the female form in like common comic books and like put like women like the curves of the women form on the male characters, like Batman has like super curvy hips or something <laughs> like really long legs. And you're like, okay, so now I can kind of see how it looks really awkward where like someone like me, who's only like five, four, I would never have legs that long in real life. Like it just doesn't make sense how they are drawing their women characters like that. <laughs> so if you're interested, just to put it in perspective, you can always look it up online and it, it puts it in plain images right there for you. <laughs> That's funny. I remember uh, watching uh, the Big Bang Theory, and the guy, one of the guys, owns a comic book store, and they bring the girls in there, and he's, she's like, he's, "Can I help you find the comic?" And she's like, "Yeah, is there one where a woman's bosom can't be a floaty, uh, floaty device, uh, floaty <laughs> device?" Like, and he's like, "Well, a lot of a lot of guys like big boobs. A lot of guys here have big boobs, and it's just funny how they're just joking that they're just fat guys reading stuff." So I always I like I like how it I mean so here here's the one I need I want to ask you that that I've noticed a lot of talking to other friends um, uh, on Endgame right they had which I thought was really cool they had that moment where they had all the women uh, take over they had like the they had the mm-hmm. the gauntlet with them but I really really felt like they needed Scar uh, the Black Widow there because she was yeah. the, the first one honestly in the MCU that was you know she's supposed to have her own show so her own solo movie. And I thought that was missing. Did you notice that at all? Or did you like, like, oh, that's cool. They're all up there. I I did notice it, but not for that reason. I guess I was more like, she needs to stop complaining and whining and get her booty out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, not for that reason, but that is also a good reason. I like your reason more. Mine's more selfish and judgmental. <laughs> well, I mean, my I also, because... It's no secret, I'm a huge Cap fan, and I, I just really like Captain and Scarlet Witch's dynamic. Even if you don't, we'll use we'll use the kid term, ship them or not. I, I like them together, and it made me sad about how it all ended. So I, I have yeah. a few issues with with uh, with Endgame, but I just wanted to see your perspective. I had friends that were like, that was so bad, and then some of them loved uh, Rescue, the the Popper Pets, Popper Pets, Popper Pepper Pots. Uh, yes, yeah. Suit, and I thought that was, so that was, so I was, you know, People always have their opinion on it. They're like, oh, she didn't deserve it. And they're like, she deserved it more than everybody else. So did you have any opinion on that at all? Or did you? I thought it was cool. I liked it. But then again, like, it's funny because some things I can be really stickler on about, like, the littlest details. um, And other things I'm, like, really lax on. Like, oh, that was really creative. I wouldn't. (laughs) Um, I did like that. I thought that was a nice touch. 
with Kid Old Rescue. That's cool. I so when I saw it, it, like I was a little like I already know these women are strong. I don't know. I I, I remember being like, it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit because I was like, why are they all in the same spot? Like I don't know. But at the same time, I like I watched it again, and on the second viewing, I was like, okay, that's really sick. Like it's really cool visually, and it's cool like thematically, and then it's really um. I don't know. It's just it's it, it made me feel cool. Like I thought it was sweet. So it was just kind of funny. Um, but I actually my favorite moment of Endgame in terms of strong females was when Scarlet, which kind of goes off against Thanos. I thought that was so <laughs> sick. Yeah. She starts lifting him up and that just crushing awesome. him. Yeah. And he has to start you know firing missiles at everyone. I thought that was sweet. I don't know. WandaVision underrated. So Melissa, we love that you're still here, but I don't want you to go just yet. Give me. Because we have your expertise, if you could do me a favor and tell our listeners, our knights, uh, give them a comic series you recommend for someone to read. Give them a like an unknown, funny like, and I'll do one here, a funny like TV show or cartoon that is like super nerdy that they wouldn't naturally see. Like how you talked about Gumball, like that's not something you would recommend the average person. They think it's a kid show, but it's really funny. And then and then give us like a movie. We'll just do one of those three. And then I'll, because my, my whole thing is I always tell Jay, the funniest thing I've, I've seen recently is uh, Teen Titans Go, where they yes, make fun. That yeah, is right? My favorite show ever. Right? And I tell them, like, you do not understand how funny it is. Like, you have to be a DC fan, A, hey, because it's Easter egg Delore. Yes. That but was going to be my answer. Oh, <laughs> I, I always tell you, but we're, we were separated at birth. Well, we'll when we yes, talk at night, like, soul we'll, twins. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we'll triplet for you, right? Because you're a twin. See, we, we yes, pay attention. I am a twin. Yeah, I am a so I'm twin. a triplet. But I always tell Jay my favorite scene of that show is Robin, because Robin is like the anti-Robin, because he's he's full of himself and egotistical. <laughs> I've and seen he tries clips. to race. Yeah, and I, I make him do it. And he wants to race uh, Kid Flash, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, all you have to do is believe. And that's like the whole premise of the show is him believing in himself. He gets wrecked the first time they race, and he's like, I'm going to fight back and believe. And they're all cheering him on, and he's trying to believe. And then they're about to start the race, and he just whips out a cane and just smacks his knee. Uh, Robin just smacks uh, Wally West's knee and breaks it open. And then he beats Kid Flash, and they're all cheering him on. The rest of the time, he's like, you did it. And I'm like, that is hilarious. Little kids should not find this funny. This is for adults. This is for older kids who grew up watching D.C., and just laugh their head. Like, I was on the floor. I kept rewatching that episode. Is that uh, when he, that. like, whips out the sour grapes? And he's like, what you got there? Oh, yeah, sour, sour grapes. <laughs> See, uh... Love that show. You just have to watch YouTube clips of that. Okay, that was my little <laughs> shit that I always have to do because uh, I'm needy. Okay, do you have one, Jay? Okay. Before we make Melissa say them all. <laughs> no, Melissa, you go for it, and then I'll I'll chime in. All right, all right. What was... So a comic series or comic even a graphic series. novel. Something that you'd be like, hey, you know read this one give us a unknown tv show or a, something you'd recommend and then like a movie just something nerdy that appeals to people because i think you have a good taste okay all right um the comic series was a i think it's six six issues long um i think it was in 2006 or three i don't know the year don't at me <laughs> guys um <laughs> It's Marvel Zombies, and it is so good. Marvel Zombies. Go check it out. I'm sure you can read it on Hoopla, which mm. is a <laughs> digital. It's like a library app if you have a library card. Get a library card. Go read books. Um, and then 
show. I was gonna say Teen Titans Go because that was my favorite TV show. <laughs> you know what? Um, give me, give me, say it, but give me like another scene that you find funny because there's a million of them. Oh my gosh, oh, there's so many. I like the episode where Robin tries to teach the Titans about capitalism and. <laughs> Um, he tries to teach them about the value of a dollar and how. Okay, don't the spoil anything of- though, because I really want to watch this show all the way through. So don't. <laughs> no, don't no, no, spoil no, no, anything. no, 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 no. Keep it vague. No, 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 no. All right. Well, he tries to teach them about the value of a dollar and how it was once an agreed upon monetary value. So Beast Boy was like, "Oh, so anything could be money," and he, like bees, and then all of a sudden, the whole episode money becomes bees and they purchase everything with bees and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a great show. You guys got to watch it. And they had two movies early. I watched the the time travel one. And then yeah. they had they had one recently, right? With the with the which I liked a lot cuz I loved uh just the I love the Teen Titans TV show, which yes. is amazing. And then they did like the multiverse version, which I loved. I thought mm-hmm. that was really clever. I just I, I recorded it. My parents are like, what are you doing? I'm like, don't, don't, don't worry, mom. I'm just watching cartoons at 30. Don't worry. Is about that me. what yeah. the game master where he brings in like the it's them versus like the yeah. yes. the early yeah. 2000s version? Okay, so I saw when they fought yeah. and uh you know, cyborg is chasing the other cyborg, and the like the cartoony one is like laughing at the whole thing. I don't know. That, that was I was gonna bring that up. It looks really funny. It's hilarious. Go, go they, watch it. They do a good job of like transitioning the difference between like a cartoon cartoon and like an adult cartoon, like a more Teen Titans and how it's heavy. And they explain it. They did a whole episode explaining like, this is what season four was about. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, that I like that. They're, they're not afraid to be the most meta cartoon for little kids aimed at adults that I've ever seen. And the voice of Cyborg is king what's his face from the walking dead did you know that oh no is it really uh, what's the guy the king's name with the lion that, the, or the, the dreadlocks yes oh what is his name i forget guillermo can guillermo, yeah, guillermo look it up guillermo guillermo will look it up but okay. while he looks it up it's what i did like too is i like, kept the same voices like they'll keep it like I'll, I'll watch young justice and something else and they'll keep like cyborg will be the same actor and i like yeah. that I mean, continuity in that is really really important yeah, it is a great shows. show. I'm not gonna watch it right now after this. It really, they're, okay. This is we never know when we air these, but they're making their their uh, their. It's coming out a new one this week, and it's when they go to that other universe and they sing that song. Night begin to light. It's like an '80s song that they wrote <laughs> the for the night show. Begins to shine. Just fall, yeah, that. And they're making the second episode of that, and I, I actually I downloaded that song. I have it on my iTunes, yes, and it's such. A, it is my it's a favorite good song, song, isn't it? It's is so good. It it's is a so great good. song, and they're like, and then when they had to get the band together back, and uh, it's just funny. It's so good. Everything All that right. show does, I'll just sit and watch, and and it's and people don't understand like Cartoon Network will will have little gems like that. They had, I forgot what it was called, Cl- Clarence, and it was like about this little fat kid. Yes, I Dude, love Clarence. Right, yeah, and they and they out of nowhere they did this little topic where Clarence was creeping on his teacher at dinner because you remember when you were little and you see your teacher out yeah. in public and it's weird, and he's watching his teacher waiting for a blind date and she gets all excited this handsome guy walks in and this handsome guy hugs another guy and the teacher goes good for them and that was this little tiny little thing and i was like wow cartoon network go you <laughs> and then clarence like ends up having a the, the kid ends up having dinner with his teacher and i'm like this is wow you expect this from like bob's burgers or like family guy but not a cartoon network and i, was, I thought that was really cool his name is carrie Dude. payton everyone yes there you go mm. thanks thanks guillermo he slipped me a note 
Um, okay, so, so what was the last yeah. question, Johnny? It was a movie or something like, is there like a series or even like a TV show? Is there something you can recommend? Okay. Any, any of those. Because um, I'm more TV, Jay's more movies. That's why we mesh is because we can bring in both universes to everybody. Okay. So if, right. if, either or if you have both, like, you know, just All like right. I, I, I tell people like, hey, if you want to watch something space and that doesn't make any sense, watch Farscape. It's a weird show, but it's amazing. It's on Amazon. Here's another series on Netflix. It's really good. It's called Troll Hunters. Oh, yeah. It is really, uh, really space. good. Uh, the guy who did uh, the, the director is big. Uh, face. Del Toro. Yeah, yeah Del Toro. Del Toro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, I like um, it. Awesome, awesome. And then movie. Let's see. I don't know. I, I know you guys talk about Into the Spider-Verse on one of your casts. That is my That's favorite That's like four casts you've done. Movie. Favorite movie. I love that. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's my favorite. I watched it in theaters like three times. Do you get mad when they don't call her Spider Gwen? Because that's my only one pet peeve of the whole show. Um, no, I don't get, I didn't get mad. I think I was too enamored by how much I love them. (laughs) I was just livid because I like Spider Gwen and I thought it was really clever. Because like they have Spider Ham, Spider Man, Spider Woman, but then it's like, where's Spider Gwen? That's her, that's who it is. Look at the comics. It's the exact same drawing. That's my spiel. I get, and when I get passionate, I get passionate. <laughs> Do you have anything else before we night or Jay? Um, so I just wanted to say thank you for clearing up the uh, sexist stuff in the comics <laughs> because that's a question I wanted to ask you for weeks and weeks. We had a yeah, big, yeah. well, we had a big argument break out on one of our posts. Well, we've had a few arguments break out. Nerds <laughs> are very passionate, but one of them like was that same question, like, have nerds been good or bad to women? And a huge argument broke out on one of our Instagram posts um, over this. And so I was like, I really want to get, like, a strong female in real life to talk on this because you've got a really healthy perspective. So kind of cool. So I appreciate being able to chat about it. Nerds have been nothing but good to me. And uh, I'm proud to be part of the community. And I feel empowered and strong when I watch the movies and – read the comic books and everybody makes mistakes. And I think the nineties were, um, a time to learn. And, uh, we've definitely grown from that. And I think the movies especially prove that things are come coming a long way. So yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Right. It's let your freak flag fly, let your nerdum roll. It's uh, we're winning. I, I took a class uh, in, in a college and it was a, it was a very difficult class. It was called storytelling and filmmaking in a uh, video game, storytelling and video games. Cause it, a lot of video games have stories that make you cry. The, the, the last of us, the walking dead ones. Like I cried watching that playing that game. Yeah. And, uh, but it was funny cause uh, the, the teacher's like, they're nerds have won. And he's this huge nerd from like the seventies and eighties. And he's like, we're winning. We've won. And I was like, you man, you've been waiting a long time <laughs> to say this. Um, so I, yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> I was going to ask you, since we, we asked you who the strongest Marvel character was, I was going to ask you, do you have a favorite DC character in general? Just like a number one favorite or did you already mention oh, it? Oh yes. Or? Yeah, I do. Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Ooh. Absolutely. She was my first, uh, comic book character to collect. And, uh, I don't have, I don't have a yeah, Batgirl thing her. on my nerd wall. This is embarrassing. I'm looking here. Oh, I have I the whole Pat family, but not her. <laughs> She's so uh, awesome. Did Did you watch the Killing Joker? Oh yeah, yeah. Did What did you think of uh, Bat Batgirl and Batman's little uh, scene there in the first twelve minutes? 
I was totally okay with it. Were you really? You're the first <laughs> yeah. person who's my true like nerd soulmate that did not because I, I went through the wall because not only because of Nightwing because Nightwing has his own ordeal, but that just it, I think is it threw me out of left field. Like when in has that ever been a stand? Uh, it just got me. It got my you nerd know, my nerd rage going. So that's okay. cool. It's okay. Like for me, there's a lot of different variants and. You have to understand the killing joke is a graphic novel. The continuity isn't exactly the same as the entire Bat family and Bat genealogy. So, okay, as, as, if you allow it, then I guess I'll I'll tone it down <laughs> seven now instead of the but ten that I was at. You take it with a grain of salt, you know. Yeah. Did you Did you like the ending of that? I've had yeah. people because our, our friends just watched it. Some of them they'll be like, "That ending confused me," and then I kind of had to explain a little bit about you know the Joker's crazy. You know. Batman finally got tired. Like you try to explain them, but they don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> any Joker that thing that leaves you feeling uneasy means they did it right. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> which is why the Joker movie was so good. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, because I still don't know. Was it was were we watching him before he went to the insane asylum, or was it after? We'll never know. Really. Just, you just don't understand, Johnny. You wouldn't get it. So Johnny and I are big Wonder Bat fans. Um, uh, but I was going to ask you, Johnny, who is your favorite I character? I also like Bat Cat, but... Is your favorite <laughs> character in the DC Universe, is it Nightwing? So I do have... I, 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 it, it, like I, I love everybody, right? And it's but with everyone. But Nightwing does... I'll put him above a lot of them just because he's not known. And he's like, and my issue with like Batman is Bruce Wayne sometimes is like, why are you so moody? Spider-Man has it worse than you and he's happy. Like he has no money. He lost his whole family. He's an orphan. Look how happy he is. And Bruce Wayne is, you know, whines a lot. And he's like, look, I hate my life. I can't be happy. But Nightwing was the opposite. He had the same skills, same set, but he was happy. You know, he lost everyone too, but he was happy. So I, 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 Nightwing goes up there on mine and they just, they did. And I like the, I watched the live action of, uh, Teen Titans, the Titans show on. And I thought they, they did a good job with Nightwing. He's because he, he's Robin now. And in season three, he'll finally become Nightwing. So I'm excited for that. And then they're so finally live action DC. That's making me happy because the CW has like a they'll do one or good two seasons. And then it just goes downhill like the Flash. Like it just does not carry on. Right. Cool. I don't know oh, if I have a favorite shit. DC character. It used to be Jon Stewart for a, a long time. Um, Green Lantern in general was my favorite. And then I know your favorite. Yeah, well, and, you know, then the movie came out and kind of, kind of derailed that whole thing. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a favorite right now. It kind of varies. Isn't it Justice League, The Flash? So in that, it it's probably The Flash. I like a few of the characters on Justice League um, Unlimited, including Batman. Actually, in that version, I really like that Batman. I think he's pretty solid. Um, but anyway. I think we should close out here. Uh, yeah, I any think your final questions? Given, uh, stop talking to these two guys you met <laughs> online. About time to move on. <laughs> no, I think he's okay. He's all right. <laughs> um, what? Uh, any final questions, Johnny? Any final notes? Other than just thank um, you so much, Melissa. It is yeah. so yeah. great to have our friend here. Like holy cow, our new master, Johnny. You want to give her a master or a knighting? So we knight you. So you are knighted. Knight of the we week. Knight Melissa. Yes. But since you were nice enough to be on the cast and you truly are a master, I, we're debating on the name. Maybe we'll let you pick one because I want to do like Master of Nerdum. Jay wants like Master of Batgirl. We'll let you decide because <laughs> we decided our master. Ooh, Shit. man. 
So we'll let you decide, and then once this drops, we'll uh, we'll announce to everyone. How about that, Jay? What do you feel about that? Sounds or do you good. Think I was going to say the Master of Strength. Um, I like nice. that too. Yeah, nice. I like that. Let's do that. You really are like Master of Strength. I love it. Boom. Master nice. of Strength. There we go. Because like not only is is your story inspiring, but your attitude is amazing. See, you're the Spider Man. You're just a happy attitude when life could be bad. You turned it around and made it positive. <laughs> There we or go. like Barbara, I, I, uh, Barbara Gordon. She had she had a bad, you know, like her dad could have always been sick, could have been died. What yeah. did she do? She turned it around. She was Oracle. Then she became Batgirl again. Uh, see, that's why it kills me, too. I just have I like Nightwing and Oracle. <laughs> and uh, I like Nightwing with a lot of people. I can never decide. <laughs> I, can I love it. Another, we can do another cast. It's on stands alone, which I'm pretty sure we will have to call on you a lot more. So be ready. Well, I'm thinking hey, you got my number. <laughs> when the when the Batman comes, so this is a ways out. We'll do one. We'll do a few before this. But when the Batman comes out, we're gonna reserve you for that movie, and we're gonna talk oh, about absolutely. it. Absolutely. So you'll yes. be our guest of honor for that. Hopefully, I, I may or may not need a week of processing for that. Hopefully, we'll be big enough that we can afford to fly you out and have our own studio oh, yeah. and stuff. And we can in two years, right. we'll, be, yeah, exactly. we'll be masters of get, getting in the real. Yes, exactly. I expect it. <laughs> cool. Well, Melissa, thank you so much, everyone. Um, be sure to follow Melissa. She's got some really cool st- uh, posts and cool stories on her Instagram. And, yeah, Johnny, anything to add? Yeah, she's nerdy and inspiring. Everything you can ask for in a friend. <laughs> Melissa, any last words? <laughs> no. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been awesome. Great. Glad we could finally do it. Yes. All right, Knights. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, catch us all on the what, Jay? on the flippity-flop.